podcast. I'm your host, Kodiak, and I'm here with my co-host, Alicia. Hi, guys. And we're back after a long-awaited break. <laughs> and for our 10 subscribers... 13. 13 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. But we've been working a lot on our website and getting some content up. We have about three... Oh, no, not not counting the different parts. We have like five podcasts in the pipes getting ready to get recorded. So we've been hard at work, and hopefully now that we will have a buffer, we'll be able to record on a regular basis because we have the content, you know, ahead of schedule. So hopefully. Hopefully. Life doesn't get in the way. Yeah, which (laughs) it definitely has lately. But we're going to be recording a two-part six things that you need to balance in your life and how we deal with them podcast. And that's going to be two different parts. And then Alicia has a two part review of Thailand, which is going to be really exciting. Also, we have a steamboat Springs review coming up, which is going to be really exciting. It was a really fun trip and really short and we didn't plan very much out. So we had to make a lot of snap decisions. Yeah. It also got, cut short because of my work so we weren't there nearly as long as we had hoped but we definitely did a lot of stuff while we were there yeah i mean our days were filled but enough of that you guys will be able to listen to that in the next pod or well not the next podcast that's going to be a couple podcasts away but you guys will be able to listen to that and our review and what we thought about it and spoilers we loved it (laughs) right so this podcast is the six things to balance life to balance in life And we broke them down to love life, which is kind of relationship, basically. We broke it down further into work, school, social life, hobbies and health. And that one I kind of mixed because for us, they they really do mix. And it's it's one and the same. So that's the six different things that we're going to be talking about. And today we're going to cover two and probably get into the third one so we'll cover love life work and school which will kind of bleed into social life as well but without further ado we're gonna start with love life because that's you know what our show is mainly about at this point because we can't travel very much yet yet which we will the next podcast will be about thailand so that's travel related yep (laughs) So, love life. This is one that a lot of people have some serious issues with, and their issues can vary widely. You have some people that have no love life, other people that want one but can't really figure out how to get in one, and then other people that are in a terrible love life and don't really know what to do or go from there. Well, you can't can't limit it to only the bad things. There's also people who are in, like, relationships, and they're happy. It's not like you didn't bring that up. It was like, you can only be sad in your love life. (laughs) There are no other options. No, no other options. You have to be miserable or you're not in a love life. Wow. (laughs) That's not what we're saying. No. And then you have the good ones, which, if you're in a good point in a relationship, and it's not the beginning of the relationship then you guys can probably just keep doing what you're doing with, you know, certain limitations within that. But we're mainly going to be talking towards committed relationships that may be going south 
We're also going to be talking about meeting people a little bit, but not too much in this. And we're also going to be talking about non-committed relationships and the importance that they have in your life. So, Because I think every, every relationship starts as like a non-really committed relationship. Right. Either like friends or right. friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, and I'm going to be using the term relationship for friends too. So like you and you're completely platonic. If you're straight, you're the same sex friend will be considered relationship. If I say love life, that's going to be more romantic. Just to clarify terms here so we don't get all mixed up. Was that clear or was that completely garbled? That was, I don't know. To okay. me, it didn't really matter. Okay, so... Relationship is a friendship. Love life. Relationship is any relationship you're in. Like friendship or yeah. romantic relationship. But we will definitely make like a distinction between romantic relationship and friendship. Which, friendship is more brought up in the social life. So for right now, assume that we are mostly talking about Romantic relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So from there, we're going to talk about two different types of romantic relationships. We're going to talk about a committed romantic relationship and a non-committed romantic relationship. So what do you want to dive into first, committed or non-committed? Let's do committed first. Since we've already talked about this quite a bit, um, it makes sense that we're not going to have to cover as much. Mm-hmm. So in a committed relationship, there are definitely ups and downs and there can be issues that you need to work through. And one thing that we're going to tackle in this is being able to take an idea that you want to do during a day and mix it with your significant other's idea so that everything that everyone wants to get done is finished in the day. So it's really funny because Alicia's sitting here looking at me like, you jerk, because when we first started dating... (laughs) <laughs> she <laughs> she would have this crazy idea that I could read her mind and then at the end of the day I'd be like why are you so mad she's like you know this day just didn't after prying and prying this day just didn't end how I wanted it to end I was like oh yeah how did you want it? and then she'd like list this whole story of things oh I wanted to do this and this and this and this and I'm sitting there like you know, we could have done all of those things, but you never told me that we needed to do those things. I feel like everybody in like somebody in the relationship tends to be like, "Oh, I'm not going to bother them with my thoughts and my ideas, so it's not going to be a big deal." But it is a big deal. You do want to share. Shocking. Communication has come up again. It is extremely important if you haven't noticed the last like Three podcasts have been on communication. Yep. And so we're bringing it up again. Yep, because it is <laughs> that important. So we're going to give you guys a tactic that has worked very well for us, and it's going to be the listener and giver tactic. We dubbed it, thus the terrible name. It doesn't have some catchy name. No, we're not that, we're not that creative. <laughs> it's the LNG tactic, man. Um, that so, doesn't sound good either. No, it didn't. No. Yeah, whatever. Um, so basically what it is, is someone has to offer up information to begin with. And then the other person is dubbed with the task of agreeing with that information and then adding what they want to do 
and then that's followed by compromise. So here's here's an example audio. So, hey Alicia, I would really like to go get some ice cream today. Mm. <laughs> See that? That's a terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible thing to do. You don't just go mm and then leave it at that. So the whole. The, the idea of it is you say yes and, just let's, like improv. Let's try this again, because I was not ready. <laughs> okay, so use the yes and tactic. I think we've talked about that, and if not, that's saying yes you, and adding to it. So, you, you cut out the first. So, as the listener, okay, you want to be like, hey, how was your day? Like, something to dive into the conversation. You're not just going to be like, I want to do this, and we're going to do this today. So, <laughs> typically, I think that's why I was thrown off. Right. But typically, it's it's like, hey, Kodiak, how was your day? Good, good. How was yours? It was good. It got a little busy towards the end, but well, it was worth it. That's not, that's not too bad. How does ice cream sound, then? It does sound good, but I kind of wanted to go to the store to pick up cookies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be really fat. Yeah, that, that's a sugar high right there. So, see, in that audio, it was, I offered up something that I wanted to do that I wasn't necessarily set on, and then she reciprocated and said, okay, but I wanted to do this. So, following offering up is making a compromise and trying to do everything that you can do in that day. So, being like, okay, well, we can buy ice cream at the store, too. Do you want to just have ice cream and make cookies later tonight? Jeez. But in reality, the conversations more go like this. I'll come home from work and I'll be like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. Stressed out. Like always. My oh. job is stressful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I threw you off with oh, that. Oh, completely. That was a train wreck in my mind. So good. Stressful at the end. Um. Well, I, I'm sorry. Do you? What would you like to do today? Do you have anything in mind that you want to try to plan? And see, at this point, guys, I already know what I'm going to offer that I want to do. Because yeah. it's important to have what you want to do in your head before you go and try to figure out a plan. I know it, that sounds simple, but... It doesn't make sense to try to have, like, a conversation like, Hey, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Just, like, the basic, like, where do you want to eat? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Don't so do that. make sure you know what you want to talk about. So back into our audio where, you know, well, do you have anything that will help you de-stress for the day that you want to do? Yeah. I want to go paddle boarding. <laughs> okay. Mm. That sounds good. I, I, I really kind of wanted to go on a ride, but we can't paddle board at night, but we can ride at night. How does going paddle boarding and then riding at dusk sound? That sounds pretty good, but we better get started since pedalboarding closes at five. We and get, it's we get off of... <laughs> <laughs> So what she dived into was something that we haven't quite discussed yet, but it's offering up what you want to do and then showing, hey, this one's time sensitive. So not saying we need to do this right now. But it was more of a discussion where it was like, okay, well, we need to do this, but since we're, we want to go paddleboarding, we need to do it sooner because... It closes. It closes. So it's time sensitive. Yeah. 
So time-sensitive things need to be made known that they're time-sensitive, which she did very well by saying like, okay, but we really should get on it because it closes at five. So that that's the tactic. It goes quite a bit deeper than that, and we'll probably get into it a little bit more. You can also, before we, before we wrap that entirely up, but if you as the either party... And somebody offers up something and you really don't feel like doing it that day, you can be like, yeah, that sounds like a good plan for later this week. Right now, I don't really feel like doing that. But make sure that you actually do it later in the week, because if you just keep putting it off for like forever, then the other person is going to get kind of upset because they're doing all the things that you want to do, but all the things that they want to do. That's how they're going to be able to get like pushed back. So... Like, make us, like, set a real date, not just, like, sometime later this week. Unless you're really good at, like, doing stuff later in the week. Yeah. But if you're, like, I can't plan ahead, then you should probably, like, say, oh, we'll do it on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And, (laughs) And be realistic with the issues. I mean, there's a lot of people that have serious issues remembering what day something was planned. That's you. I'm raising my hand right now. <laughs> it, it's, it's bad. I mean, actually, I made a plan last week. It was like, hey, you know, this would be a really good day. She has a second job working for Stamp Guy. Tim is his name, I think. His name is Tim. Um, and I was like, hey, you know, Thursday would be a really good day for you to go work for Tim because I'm having some buddies out to ride bikes with me. And she said, hey, wait, we have plans. Yeah. So... Yeah, even today when we were... <laughs> oh, yeah, I did this today. We, we met a, another couple and they were like, oh, do you want to hang out on Wednesday? And Kodiak was like, yeah, that sounds great. I was like, we have tickets to go see something on Wednesday. We can't go. Yeah, so just just realize and be considerate. I mean, it is really hard sometimes for people to honestly keep track of their schedule I've started to put it in my phone, but I apparently didn't pull out my phone to look at that to be like, hey, this is the day that we were going to do that. Kodiak tends to commit to things regardless of when they're... Oh, yeah. I'll be running around all day, every day, because I overcommit to myself. Yeah. I think you're just really excited to do stuff. Yeah. I do love... I love doing stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's true. But... Yeah. <laughs> so that that's something to keep in note. You know, if you guys are good at doing that, if not, set a day. And what I like to do is I like to set a day. Like, hey, I don't really want to do that today. Let's do that on Wednesday. So it's a day that we set. And if I say the day, I have more chance of remembering it later that week. You know, so that it's like, oh, it's Wednesday. What were we going to do on Wednesday? And then I usually text her. I'm like, hey, what are we doing today? <laughs> I don't know. I know I saved this day for you, but I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. This definitely, like, this tactic tends to make it easier to balance your love life when you're in a committed, even when you're not in a committed relationship. But it tends to not come up as often. You're not, like, seeing each other every day. There's no, like, reason you should be planning your schedule around the other person if you don't, like live together or see each other every day you know what i mean yeah it's true so don't be creepy and stalkerish and plan your schedule around them yeah if you're if you're in a non-committed relationship yeah if you're just like 
<laughs> if you just started dating and you're like, well, what do you want to do this Wednesday? What about Thursday? <laughs> like, don't be that creeper. Don't be like stalking yeah. them. Be like, I need to know your schedule. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't. That, no. Stop. The major no-no of a non-committed Put relationship. Put down the binoculars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so... With that, we'll roll into the non-committed relationship part of this. And this is definitely coming from talking with a lot of people and kind of observing it because we haven't actually had non-committed relationships. Kind of. Yeah, you've had you've had more than me. I haven't really had any non-committed relationships. No. Not of, since, not of since, like, sexual all, nature. All your girlfriends you've dated for over a year. Yep, that's true. You're like the super committed type. It's and true. I was super not the committed type. I Sign- was like, oh, yay, free dinner. All right, I'll see you again never. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> but keeping in touch with non-committed relationships, a lot like keeping in touch with social, you know, with your social group. If you have friends and you have a relationship outside, you kind of have to stay at face value and you have to decide how much you want to see this person. You also have to decide how much, like, what is appropriate for your, for your relationship so far. So if you're only, like, two weeks in, don't be, like, text them every day and stuff like that. Unless you're both very clingy people, which isn't a bad thing if you're both very clingy. But. Or maybe the relationship's moving fast and it's moving towards a committed relationship. Then it's, then it's okay, as long as it's mutual. If you text them three times and they don't text you once back, you should probably chill out on them and they are not in the same place. You should probably wait until they text you back. And don't <laughs> text them three times again. The only time it's okay to text you're... someone three times is when you're like, hey, your car's light's on. And then it's asterisk, your. And then it's asterisk, your, because you spelled your wrong twice, three times. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> yeah, it's Y-O-U-R for everything. No, it's U-R for everything. Regardless of what it, what it actually is. Drives me nuts. <laughs> but it it's not a bad thing to sit down and say, hey, I want a relationship that I need to see this person once a month or once a week or twice a week or once every three weeks. But you need to figure out at what interval you want to see this person and if that interval changes, which it probably will, being able to adjust that interval accordingly. So you can have, I, I know a lot of really big business people have it in their calendar where they're like, call Johnny and it rings once a month and it says call Deborah and it rings twice a week. So I mean, if you wanna get that technical, you can do that too. Another thing that I figured, that I figured out that you can do is you can go on social media Hey, because everyone else is on Facebook. And every time you see one of their posts or something that reminds you of them, here's a crazy thought. Text them. Be like, hey, I saw this crazy cat photo and it reminded me of you because you're a crazy cat lady. Oh my God, please don't say that if you don't know them that well though. (laughs) Right. Or they might think it's quirky or you might run them off. And if they're that skittish... You probably shouldn't be friends with them because you were brave enough to say you're a crazy cat lady to their face. Right. So it... Just realize if you're that analytical, they're probably not going to be that analytical and on the same page as you. So if you're 
if they're a one month person, you want to see them every month, they're probably not going to be labeling you as a one month person. So just realize that that isn't a two way street most of the time or any time for that matter. <laughs> so with that tip for keeping up your non-committed relationship status and labeling people as two week, one week, four month, and just knowing at what interval you want to talk to them, it'll really help you balance your work life and love life, in my opinion at least. So we're going to move on to school, or no, I lied, we're going to move on to work. So this one is definitely complicated when you add in the next section of school. It gets so much harder when you're going to school and you're going to work and your work is like part-time, but they want you to work weekends and you're really busy with school and you have papers and deadlines and it's easy to forget stuff. And so I think my biggest um, suggestion is to keep a calendar either on your phone or a paper calendar or a planner, but basically anything to tell you, oh, this is really, really important and that you should remember to do it because otherwise you'll forget. You will eventually at some point. And that's the worst feeling in the world mm -hmm. when you walk in and they're like, oh, do you have that? And you're like, no, I didn't even remember that I had to do that. So keep a calendar yeah i don't even think that's in the article i think we should <laughs> it, we should insert that i into think the we're article. gonna insert it at the bottom it's gonna be like alicia's podcast tip at the bottom <laughs> yep look for it and so with work <laughs> it definitely becomes an issue when you're trying to balance a social life and i know a lot of people have a social life in work and that's their only social life i mean that's that's kind of crazy to think that the only people you'd be conversing with is people at work. It also gets extremely difficult when you leave your work or there's some sort of work drama. Then you like you don't have any friends to hang out with and then it's just you should have at least a couple different friend groups like some person you text from high school or college or an ex-roommate like just somebody else you can talk to because if you if one of your social groups goes down and that's your only social group then you're kind of screwed it's funny because we had an issue with this recently our work group completely collapsed and we were left there one of our good buddies went um out east to work so we had no work social group and our social group outside of work left and he was like our connection to everybody. So we weren't really close enough with anyone with that connection through our friend that we were willing to call off and be like, hey, you wanna hang out? Well, it's like I had a friend, but she's really busy with work when we get off work. So she works nights. And so it's like, it's not like we didn't have any friends to call. It's just their work schedules were like completely the opposite of ours. And then our other friend, she moved out to Missouri. Oh yeah, that's right. And so it was it was literally like we had no friends. It was really, really sad for a yeah. little while. We were just like, you wanna hang out together? 
Just the two of us? I mean, we had three social groups collapse. I mean, completely collapse, too. At the same time. It's, yeah. It was horrible. It was frustrating. So then now we've had to, like, branch out and make new friends. Oh, no. And, you know, these friends are friends that we had for, like, since high school. So it was one of those things where it was like, oh, my gosh, how do I make friends with real people? Not high schoolers. Now that I'm a real person. <laughs> a real adult. Real adult. Adulting. I pay bills. <laughs> so that was definitely one of the the bigger issues so definitely make sure you have a friend group outside of your work group that'll definitely make balancing your work life easier because you're not so dependent on that relationship within work to fulfill a different part of this another thing is is don't overwork yourself i know i'm saying that i'm coming it's coming from a recovering workaholic and it's really, really easy to overwork yourself, to be like, you know, all parts of my life suck right now. I could I could earn an extra buck. I mean, it's really... <laughs> oh, no. I it, hope I wasn't part of this group. <laughs> this was pre-Alicia. It's okay. But... Oh, no. <laughs> it's really easy to do that. And it's really, really important that you say, hey, you know, I work a government job. And it's really important that I sit down and say, okay, you know, at this point, I know that if I work a month straight, including counting school as work, I'm going to be in a bad place mentally, which means I don't perform at work, which means I don't perform at school, which means I don't perform very well in the relationship part of my life. Makes it sound like I have a totally different issue, but I mean, like, I can't be attentive, not, you know, I can't raise a skyscraper. Um... (laughs) We are not not explicit. Oh, man. But it's really important that you take that time and you can... (laughs) Just like the eating baby sling. (laughs) But it's, it's really important that you take that time off and travel a bit or, you know, do a staycation as much as I hate that. Why that do you phrase staycations because if you're at home you're gonna i at least am gonna be working if i'm at home i'm gonna be in the garage playing with something i'm gonna be doing dishes i'm gonna be asleep yeah i know you are <laughs> but then you're, you're not experiencing it you're not experiencing your time off sure i am yeah in dreamland yeah that's different no it's the no, best i'd rather touch the dodge mahal than be in dreamland touching the dodge mahal well that's fine <laughs> i mean like if i could travel to the taj mahal or sleep i would travel to the taj mahal Okay, this is getting off topic. It's okay to say no to your work as well. Like, a lot of people have a really big issue with saying no to their boss. But if your boss is a human being too. And so it's okay to be like, hey, I need to take a couple days off work. Like, don't... I went an entire year. My first year working at this federal job, I went an entire year without a single day off. I didn't take a sick day and I didn't take a vacation day. And then after one year of working there, I left for a month and I don't think they were too happy about it, but there wasn't anything they could do because I had the time. And so it's okay to take a couple days off because it was, it was a rough first year not Mm. taking any days off. And make, make sure you build the expectation that you're going to take time off. I mean, people get labeled very quickly in a job. And it's not the worst thing in the world to be labeled as the person that takes time off when they get time off. Yeah. Well, I mean, the gr- there was a girl that worked 
at my job for only a month while I was there. And apparently the entire six years she worked before that, she as soon as she got eight hours, she would take a day off. And, and that's a little extreme, but she would pretty much every time she got eight hours would take the day off the next time she had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And she was probably a very happy person, wasn't she? She camped a lot. Yeah. It's so, awesome. Yes. <laughs> one one more tip to leave you guys with in the work section is be passionate about you what you do. You don't have to like what you do, but you have to be able to look at what you're doing and be like, yeah, that's right. I wrapped that gift box with a binky in it and I wrapped it like a pro. So you take a if you take a professional look at something and say, you know what, I'm a professional, I did that the best I could. It's hard to believe, but it comes across as fulfilling after a while. I mean, if you look at it and... You have to really convince yourself, though. Yeah, you're struggling with that I'm right now. I'm struggling hardcore. I got a new job at the same place. I just transferred departments, and it's it's hard. I don't like my job. <laughs> no. I liked my job before, and I until the end. Yeah. Okay, this... Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you have to be able to look at it and be, I'm a professional. I did this and I did this to the best of my ability. If you go into work every day saying that, you're going to be a happier person for it. And Instead of going into work and being like, I hate my job. I'm not going to do anything. Because then you're just bored at work. Like mm-hmm. It does not help to be like, I hate my job. Which I do a lot. So I'm guilty of doing that. So don't. Don't be too hard on yourself. It happens. Also, do something you like. Like, pursue something you like. You don't have to be doing it right now. Like, right now you could be... Paying the bills. Yeah, paying the bills. Like, doing a job that you don't necessarily like. But as long as you're passionate about, like, hey, I'm a professional, I did that. Then you're going to be happy until you get the job that you really, really want. Like, pursue that job. That's You get one life. You don't get to do this over again. And so... If you don't have a degree in what you want or don't have a degree at all, like take night classes or take one class every semester until you're ready to take more classes. I mean, at least be pursuing something that you really like because it'll make you a happier person if you know you're not stuck in some job that you're not exactly happy with for the rest of your life. And at no age are you stuck in a job that you can't get out of and that you can't do something more meaningful with your life. I know people that decided to race BMX at 80, yes, eight zero years old. And he ended up being nationally ranked number one for his age group. He's probably the only one. He's out there on the track all there, by himself. There was one other person and the guy was 76. But still, I mean, he was nationally ranked. He had a plan and he stuck to it. He was 80 years old. A bicycle. I mean, people go back to school all the time in their 90s and their 80s, and they go back to school to do something, Mm -hmm. like learn about something they really wanted to do, but they never got the chance to, and it's it's worth it. It is. Don't wait until you're an 80. I mean, like, if you're 80 already, then do it. But if don't, like, wait and be like, I'm going to do that when I'm 80, so I'm a badass. Yeah. So... (laughs) (laughs) With that, guys, we're going to continue this conversation in part two next week. Check us out. I'm going to be dropping these on Wednesdays. 
we might have to divide this into three parts because yep. we talked a really long time about the first two. And so we didn't get to school this time, but... Yep. So this might be three parts, but check it out. It's on the learnliveloveabroad.com website. You can also subscribe to us in iTunes or whatever the heck you guys are listening to. I know I listen to my podcast through Podcast Addict, and I subscribe to all of them there, and it just kind of filters through. It uses the iTunes search engine. Anyways, enough with the nerdy talk. Um, if you guys want to donate and help our cause, go ahead and hit that. We have a PayPal donate that de- that goes straight to us and helps us mitigate the costs. Um, we're here to help you guys. If you guys have any questions or want to talk to us or... or have any ideas on what you want us to talk about or places that you think were really cool and mm-hmm. you think we should visit, we definitely will when we get the money to. Yeah. Or, or if it's close, we'll totally check it out anyway. Yep. Like, and we'll just save up and go. Colorado natives, so if anyone's in Colorado, hit us up at the learn, live, love, abroad at gmail.com. You can email us there, and we'll be checking that email frequently. We're also on Instagram at the same Instagram. I mean, we try to keep it the same across the board. Yes. So if you guys like us or hate us, Okay, not if you hate us. If you hate us, you can just go ahead and keep your mouth shut. But if you <laughs> if you have constructive criticism, yeah, feel but, free to let us know. Then email us. But if you guys love us, let your friends know. Tell your mom. Tell your grandmama. Tell your Grandma. friends, grandmama. <laughs> let us know because the best thing you can do is tell someone about this podcast. Maybe it'll change their life. I'm hoping one day I'll get that email that's like, Kodiak, you changed my life. I really appreciate it. And that's what I'm looking for. So we produce this content in hopes that one day it'll really help someone out. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Learn, Live, Love Abroad podcast. I'm Kodiak. And I'm Alicia. And we are signing off. Thank you, guys.